on this episode of Why Watch That. Demolition Man. <laughs> I love Demolition Man. Oh no, it's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> and you know the guy who was in uh, Beetlejuice, the the one who found the book and and did that that whole uh, seance thing was in Demolition Man. Shut up. <laughs> Ironically, I actually walked on the set. I mean, I, I was walking and I accidentally walked onto the set when I first moved to New York and ran into Will Smith. <laughs> I literally ran into him. So. <laughs> yes, and the ref is being serious. Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critics and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. That. Presented by Dynamic Network. The Why Watch That Talk. We here at Why Watch That love, love, love our movies, our television shows, and the like. But most of all, we love actors and actresses, right? Yes, that's right. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. I mean, you know, we love directors and writers and those people, but it's really the performances that um, that get us going here at Why Watch That. So we thought we'd revisit a segment that we've done in the past and that we'll continue to do. And of course, that is called Whatever Happened To? Whatever Happened To? Whatever Happened To? Oh, We're boy. Gonna go- <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy from such and such. We watch so many movies. Oh my gosh. And so many television shows. We miss some of those actors and actresses. And I have to say, mm. I missed... Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Wesley Snipes? Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, what, didn't you watch, uh, you know, Chirac? Or didn't you watch uh, whatever, that uh, TV show that was on last the year? The Player. The Player. Well, okay. Yes, he did appear in those things. But before that, Wesley Snipes was M.I.A. Where was Wesley Snipes before well, was We know where he was. Wait a minute. <laughs> We know precisely where he was, somewhere where he could make a movie, I'll tell you that. Oh, well, you know, you can always write and do things. Listen, <laughs> um, we're not even going to talk about his trouble. Wesley Snipes was one of the folks who really defined moving in and out of the black movie arena into, like, mega stardom when it comes to, like, thrillers and action. He became the new action hero with his movies like Blade and Demolition Man, and he's just a charismatic actor. We actually would like more of Wesley Snipes, or at least I would, so come on back, brother. Demolition Man. <laughs> I love Demolition Man. Oh, no, it's so funny. It is so funny. That's just so long. <laughs> And you know the guy who was in uh, Beetlejuice, the the one who found the book and and did that that whole uh, seance thing was in Demolition Man. Shut up! <laughs> what happened to him? What happened to that guy? <laughs> Look, what happened to Mia Sarah? Mia Sarah, who's that? Ah, uh, see, you don't remember Mia Sarah. Oh, I know who Mia Sarah is. She's the girl from Ferris Bueller, right? There you go. That's right. Ferris Bueller's day off. She was also in Legend. 
Ooh, that's right. Yes, yeah. that's true. Uh-huh. What happened to her? I mean, you know, she was uh, getting her smoldering looks on. Which... I know. She was she was hot stuff back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's doing some TV and some other stuff like that, but not in a long time. Come back well, to us, Mia. If any of y'all know where Mia is, just give us a shout out on social media. We would love She's to She's a time cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I got one for you. Yep. Whatever happened to Bridget Fonda? Oh, oh, come on. Where's Bridget? (laughs) The Fondas are known for just taking breaks. They're so famous and rich, they don't even have to continue. Well, apparently Bridget Fonda is nowhere to be found. Sort of. I mean, the last thing we've seen her in is a TV movie called The Snow Queen in 2002. Whoa. Um, But before that, you may be thinking, well, who in the heck is Bridget Fonda? Bridget Fonda, yes, she is a Fonda. She's the niece of Henry Fonda, I believe, or the granddaughter. No, the niece. Of, of Henry Fonda. This one, she was found... She's the, she's the niece of Jane Fonda, granddaughter of Henry. Of Henry Fonda, yep. Tag mm-hmm. was when I first saw her. I and Who also starred um, another person who was like, what happened to that girl? Uh, Phoebe Cates. Oh. Um, but Shag, which was a great TV movie, um, or came on TV, I don't know if it was a TV movie, loved that movie. But she was most known for her role in single white female yeah and she was um i think andy garcia's wife in the godfather part three Mm -hmm. in the three yeah so anyway you know who she is we just don't know where she is (laughs) she was now look she was in doc hollywood with michael j fox you know that is uh, such a nice watch uh, not even being a great movie if you just want to see that Doc Hollywood that's what I always remember and point of no return when she tried to be an assassin <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on thank don't, you don't, Bridget. look I am dropping knowledge here that's what I'm doing for everybody. all right all right yeah all right now whatever happened to Michael Imperioli wait he's working Working doing what? Commercials? <laughs> He's producing and, and directing. <laughs> yeah, now, Michael Imperioli, of course, leapt into fame with, we all know. Oh, come on. The Sopranos. If you didn't know, yep. you, you, you just, you missed out. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to The Sopranos. I was going to Goodfellas. <laughs> he was more known for the Sopranos. Like he, he got the role. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm going to Goodfellas because he's in that famous scene with Joe Pesci. When Joe Pesci says when he when he comes back at Joe Pesci's character, he gets. Well, but I bet you didn't know that uh, Mike Imperioli was in Lean on Me as one of the punk kids. Yes, he was. He was on that stage when Joe Clark told him to get out. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. I mean, he's doing some TV every now and then, but he I want him in another major role. Maybe they can do Lean On Me too. Well, yeah. you know what? I, and I would also like it not to be mob-related, so that'd be nice. Um, whatever happened to get this, are you ready? Emilio Estevez! What? Charlie Is Sheen's it? brother. Charlie Sheen's brother, Martin yeah. Sheen's son. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and of course, you're like, why do they have this, you know, different last names? He took his mother's uh, name. Now, Emilio Estevez, if you don't know, um, I well, no, had- actually that's that's their real name. That's Martin Sheen's real last name, Estevez. Est- well, so what's Sheen? That's the name he made up for his career. Well, he took somebody's name. <laughs> Emilio Estevez was majorly known for his wonderful role in The Breakfast Club as the jock who had a heart. Yeah. And, um, he really took that role, which could have been played as you know just sort of a meathead. 
and he turned it into something very very beautiful i thought and then of course he went on a huge bender of 80s movies i mean basically if it's the brat pack emilio estevez is in it um along with his brother charlie sheen he did some westerns here and there really um started to veer off into directing which um he made some great wonderful choices there but uh whatever happened to him i don't know yeah he needs to come back i mean look young guns <laughs> hello i mean all, men at work do you remember men at work yes, yes yes come on let's get through this Woo. so um look whatever happened to diane weist yeah whatever i don't know what happened to her i love diane wait a minute didn't i just see her in something you did but see that's the thing does everyone know where she is right now yeah <laughs> she's a beautiful woman i love oh yeah i just saw her in uh uh in uh sisters with um uh uh amy poehler and yeah. um and uh tina fey yeah that's right and she's she's also on cbs and life and pieces that tv show if you haven't seen it there she okay. is but look you know i always think of parenthood the movie with her she's just I always think of that and of course working with woody allen oh my gosh yeah I have to go to someone that you probably have no idea who this person is. And if you do, I think I might give you a bonus point. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Whatever happened to Dabney Coleman? I do know Dabney. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, how dare you think that I don't know Dabney Coleman? <laughs> Whatever happened to Dabney Coleman? No. <laughs> Dabney Coleman, if you've watched any 80s movie and it, there was a jerk... Dabney Coleman played the jerk throughout his whole career. Now, he's been in recent stuff, but you may have known him um, first in Tootsie. Yes. Which we loved him in Tootsie. But for the most part, Dabney Coleman was the guy, the the nemesis in 9 to 5. He was the horrible boss. (laughs) (laughs) That really uh, took advantage of his secretary. (laughs) As well as all his help. He's been in tons and tons of TV shows, uh, movies here and there. I think, um, wasn't he in, uh, oh, I don't want to misspeak this one. I can't, it's been so many, I have to scroll. Was he in Toy? Oh, Toy. I don't know if he was in Wait, Toy. I can't find it. Well, anyway, if he wasn't in Toy, he should have been. <laughs> right. But look, he was in Hot to Trot with the horse. Remember yes, the- he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was in, and the Muppets Take Manhattan, my favorite Muppets movie. He was in that. Oh my goodness! Wow, damn, Nicole, that is a great one. But you know, I know. But what happened to him? Oh, he's in uh, Ray Donovan. Yeah, he showed up in an episode of Ray Donovan. Um, yeah, at Boardwalk Empire, he did a few episodes of that. And he just completed a movie. Maybe we'll see him. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Dabney. That's right, Dabney. Now, what about this? That was a given. I'm going to give myself a scar. Okay. Thank you, the pat on your own back. I would like to bring up Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I don't know where he is. He's with Ellen doing those prank, uh, <laughs> prank, prank episodes. It was ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what happened to you. Dennis Quaid, his brother, Brandy Quaid, if you didn't know that. Uh, he does have that uh, show on Crackle. Uh, listen, cra- don't underestimate Crackle. <laughs> but look, you know what I always think about when I think of Dennis Quaid? What do you think about? A classic movie, or maybe not. No. Inner Space. <laughs> oh, Inner. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yes, right. Inner Space. You Restricted. know where... He- 
no, I'm not. When he shrinks down and goes inside. We're stretching there. <laughs> no, we're not. It goes inside the body of Martin Short. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Dennis Quaid, for that. Of all the wonderful roles that Dennis Quaid has done, you're going to bring up. And Meg Ryan was in that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end with, or my ending is going to be with um, someone. I was going to say Bumper Robinson, but you can check him out. Bumper uh, Robinson? <laughs> yep. I'm not going to. Bumper Robinson was a huge child uh, 80s star. But I'm going to end with Mary Stewart Masterson. Oh. Whatever happened to Mary Stewart Masterson? If you don't know who that is, you've missed the 80s. <laughs> your, your whole list is 80s. <laughs> of course, because these people have to go somewhere. Mary Stewart Masterson was, um, for me, she's she's done a lot of huge pivotal roles, but I loved her in Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. It was the, um, she always played sort of a tomboyish kind of mm-hmm. kind of girl who was sort of she was always troubled, wasn't she? Yeah. She, she played teen angst very well. Yes. Um, and you know, that haircut, that's really what it was about. Yeah, and she she had a, a boy's haircut, if you will, for, for, for that time. She was in Benny and June, uh, which was with... Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> Johnny Depp, which which was a huge cult classic. Yeah. Um, actually. And then she just starred in a, a series of other sort of, she was the indie girl of the time who would occasionally make a big splash, but she, she did solid work, I think. She did. And you know what? She, I didn't even remember this. She was in something the Lord made, the HBO movie starring Alan Rickman. And, and most deaf. Yeah. Most deaf. Yeah. So that is fascinating, actually, mm-hmm. there. Oh, okay. So final one for me. Erica Alexander. Whatever happened to her? Where are you, Erica? Do you know Erica Alexander? I probably do. Erica Alexander showed up on the Cosby show as Pam. Oh, yeah. What's up, Pam? Yeah, and then she was in Living Single. Mm -hmm. Now, she's doing some work, but I don't know how much people are seeing it. She (laughs) She wasn't Bosch on Amazon Prime, so I want her... Can we get some all of these people together? Can we pull them all together? All the old TV stars from the eighties and nineties. Let's do a throwback show. One <laughs> big last, show. One big show, and maybe like a, a let's bring back the afternoon special. You know what? <laughs> Listen, if you have an inkling to check out any of the people, we I love how you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move on, brother. Um, we uh, if you want to check out our links, you can um, and just travel down memory road like literally there'll be shows that you hadn't forgotten about and boom a bunch of memories will be uh rushing back to your brain but we're still asking whatever happened to you (laughs) did you know part one once again, the critic has a did you know. It's becoming a record, I think, in a row for me. Oh, I don't know about <laughs> that, but go ahead. So before we get to the did you know, of course, ref, we always give a little question. Mm-hmm. So here's the question for you. Who are the other two actresses who were considered for the role of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis, in Suicide Squad, which we all know releases Friday. Okay, so she basically plays a per- like a Nick Fury kind of girl. Yeah. Uh, who? I don't know. Oh, uh, I think I know. Oh, uh, we'll see. I think I know. 
This episode of Why Watch That is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, providing digital versions of audiobooks for download to your computer, phone, and MP3 player. Sign up today to try Audible free for 30 days and get a free audiobook of your choice. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash why watch that to get your free audiobook now and to support our show. Did you know? Part two. Okay, we're back and you're, you're screaming that you think you know, so. <laughs> I didn't scream. Um, Taraji! That was a scream. No, not Taraji, no. Mm-mm. Because they're going to insert another black woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, look, it's Viola Davis. So who do they associate with that? It's very telling. I don't know. I don't know. Is there another Viola? No, but there is an Octavia Spencer. Oh, who is the other one? Her co-star in The Help. Well, the other one is Oprah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly, according to Variety, uh, supposedly uh, Oprah was their first choice or something. What? I don't know. Please. I don't know what who was smoking over there, but uh, good luck with Oprah on that one. Okay, well, that's a, that's a great piece of trivia. <laughs> Back to why watch that. Is this thing on? (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing because uh, this is take two of this Will Smith celebration. (laughs) Yes, our audio person, he won't be named. He will not be named. (laughs) But we love him, though. Listen, we know that um, one of the biggest blockbusters, summer blockbusters, is coming out this weekend. And yes, you know what it is. Suicide Squad. Um, this I've never heard of you've it. You've heard of it. It's everywhere. <laughs> um, it is opening um, this Friday, and it also stars a bunch of amazing people, but one in particular is Will Smith. Yes, you heard me right. Will Smith is back at the summer blockbuster game, and he's, he says he's bringing his a game. He's a dead shot. <laughs> he said that. He said he's bringing his A game. <laughs> we will see. We will see. But what we thought we'd do is we'd celebrate Will Smith. Um, Will Smith's career, which has been a very wide range, but he is no stranger to the summer blockbuster. So let's start off mm-hmm. where we most of us know Will Smith, and we're not talking about Blossom. I love Blossom. He just appeared in Blossom. But we're actually talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Of course. You know. West Philadelphia. Born and raised. All that. All that. It's it's no secret that that's where he got his start in television. He was really fresh out of a, a huge music rap career. Parents just don't understand. And um, I believe you said Quincy Jones was the one who said, you know what, we need to get you to do this show. And they put him with an amazing cast and some very memorable characters like, you know, Carlton, who does the... Carlton yes. Dance and Alfonso Ribeiro, of course. And you've got the wide range. Will Smith really learned most of his acting chops because he was surrounded by veteran. I mean, you think about the guest list, a lot of veteran actors. Ben Vereen was his father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled that one out. Future wife was also on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Jada Pinkett. At the was time. she? No, remember, she tried to get on it. 
I thought she was on it. No, she and Nia Long auditioned for that role as oh, his girlfriend. Oh, she didn't get it. Yeah, and Nia Long got it. She got um, a different world. Now, remember though, who also made an appearance for the first time maybe on TV, Brian. Why are we spending so much time on this? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's fun. Brian Stokes Mitchell, remember he was the boyfriend of Hillary. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah, he was learning on that set. He also, uh, one of his first films, Uh Made in America. I do remember that. I don't remember him as much as I do remember the movie. Yeah, well, here he's playing Nia Long's boyfriend again. Oh, they're back at it. There you go. But this is Nia Long's movie along with Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson. Nia Long plays uh, the daughter of Whoopi Goldberg, who wants to find out who her biological father is. Okay. So they find out it's Ted Danson. (laughs) What? Yes. That is that movie. Moving on. um, I Actually, you can move on to the next one. I have not seen Six Degrees of Separation. I do know it's a a huge Broadway play. Um, and actually, you could probably go see it in, your, in a town near you. There's always a theater doing it. It's a great fi- um, play, but they turned it into a film. They did. Uh, and this time he's co-starring with Stockard Channing um, and Donald Sutherland. Now, look. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is when he's saying to Hollywood, look, I can do a lot of different things. Give me a shot. Um, so this is not... Fresh Prince or anything like it. This is a risky role for him. And early on in his career, I think it really helped him to... Paid off. Yeah, it paid off, and it really helped him to branch out later in his career to more dramatic roles. Well, you know, he started to get the revving going, the train going, with his summer blockbusters. And really, this is his first action movie, and it's Bad Boys, starring him and um, Martin Lawrence. Yes. Um, it was a sneaky surprise. And oh, yeah. That, that they, in fact, they're on slate for Bad Boys 3 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it made so much money, they were not expecting it, and Will Smith really paid attention to Martin Lawrence. If you look at his career after that, whenever he does comedy, it's a Martin Lawrence impression in a lot of those scenes. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, let's talk about the shift. Yeah. Let's talk about the real shift in Will Smith's career. And that's Independence Day, the first one. We know the sequel's out again this year. Uh, yeah, he is heading an ensemble cast of stars. Uh, somebody go talk to Vivica A. Fox about that. And, you know, he really said, look, I'm bankable. Not, yeah. So I think it was not just Independence Day, but also Bad Boys, the two of them. Yeah, you are our star. And it really catapulted him into the Denzel Washington, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt sphere. Yeah. And he could start asking some money because the next summer following that, Another breakout, which was Men in Black, starring him and Tommy Lee Jones. Who would have ever put those two people? (laughs) Well, look, it's genius because he needs, you know, the guy just to not react, not to laugh. He can just bounce off his jokes. So Tommy Lee Jones just needs to show up on set. (laughs) He doesn't do anything else with that deadpan look. It's perfect. Uh, Also, now the first time he went away from so much action more into Thriller yeah. is Enemy of the State. Um, now, you may... I don't know. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Was successful, wasn't it? I don't know. But it did, again, it's again him saying, I want to do a variety of things in my career. I just wonder how he worked well with Tony Scott, or if he did or not. Because <laughs> Tony Scott's a very particular director, along with his brother, Ridley Scott. So, you know, it's kind of like, I wonder how that, how that really paid off. But Gene Hackman, I mean, 
John Voight, he's surrounded by amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing actors. Yeah. And then the summer after that, we go to Wild Wild West, which, <laughs> did, yep, it did not get received well, um, although it had all the ingredients, but it just was, it was a sci-fi cowboy movie. It was just very, very strange. Um, speaking of strange, he also did Ali. Now, look, he he got every nomination in the book, critically acclaimed role-playing Muhammad Ali. Working uh, with Michael Mann, hello. That's right, working with him uh, and Jamie Foxx, <laughs> where they had that wonderful knot scene where they talk about stealing his belt. <laughs> always bring that up. I just, I have to. So, you know, for me, it wasn't so successful, but again, it's Will Smith going, I'm the star of stars. That's right. He went on to reprise his role in Men in Black 2 and Bad Boys 2, but he shifted Mm-hmm. With iRobot um, doing yet another sci-fi, but this you say is a little different. Yeah, this is more cerebral in its presentation. It's based on a novella, a famous one. If you know, if you run in those circles, you know it. Uh, this, I'm not even going to get into it because I have nothing positive. Well, let me get into Hitch <laughs> because Hitch is his first romantic comedy, and he actually does well with romantic comedies. Um, Hitch was well received. He's teamed up with Kevin James, teamed up with uh, Eva. Lo- Oh, not Eva. Um, Eva Mendes. Yes. yes uh-huh. And ironically, I actually walked on the set. I mean, I, I was walking and I accidentally walked onto the set when I first moved to New York and ran into Will Smith. <laughs> I literally ran into him. So. <laughs> yes, and the ref is being serious. Which has a very special place in my heart. I loved Kevin James in that. Also, my favorite role of Will Smith's. Is in the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that's really where Will Smith had sealed it by then. Yes, first time he acted with his son, Jaden. Um, and oh, I won't go to the next time. But this movie, I think, really shows his capabilities. I want more of that. Also, moving into what, Ref? What's next? I Am Legend, Hancock, Seven Pounds. And then, of course, we're ending it with... Suicide Squad. So if you are eager to catch a little bit more of Will Smith and have a nostalgic moment realizing, wait a minute, is it summer without Will Smith? Well, we'll find out (laughs) this Friday. But until then, you can check out some of these other movies at a streaming device near you. (laughs) And now, the pick of the week. Oh my goodness. I think the ref... As a pick of the week? I do. Is that true? Yeah, huh? Ah, this is the Matrix Trilogy? Are you serious? The That's Matrix- right. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> and this comes to us, of course, from the visionary Wachowskis. Look, I remember when this came out in the movie theater, nothing. I mean, We'd seen nothing yeah, like there it. There was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and take it over. Now, see, pick of the week usually is like one. But Amazon Prime is releasing the entire trilogy for streaming. So if you have Amazon Prime right now, you can binge. Oh. Now, if you don't know what it's about, oh, come on, all ye faithful. Um, <laughs> it stars Keanu Reeves, who plays Neo. And it goes in between realities, what is reality and what is not. And the, the red person, pill, the blue pill. Well, who introduces him to this is, of course, Larry Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, who yeah. plays, um, who plays uh, Morpheus. Morpheus, who introduces him to the real world. And we see 
see Neo, who is the chosen one, go down this weird downward spiral of letting go of this matrix, this computer program that he's been living in for all of his life and into the real world to actually save civilization from machines. Yes. From the first matrix to the next, you see Neo come into his own as the one. And then in the second one, we see his world fall apart, and he has to save the world, not as this amazing, dynamic, uh, basically a video game genius, because he's maneuvering with his mind in this Matrix world. If it Mm -hmm. sounds confusing, it is. But when you get to the third one, you finally realize that he has to fight these machines in the real world. Yeah. How does he do that? Well, he's going to have to come up against his nemesis, the agent from down under, Hugo <laughs> Weaving. Ah. And, um, it's, it's basically one of, to me, one of the best illustrations of sci-fi um, taking camera and technology and actually using it to drive the story forward. They developed that whole, you know, when he's bending down, dodging all the bullets. Yes. And it's called stop camera. Well, they invented that for the movie. So if you want to binge, if you want to see, if you want to go down and watch this amazing piece of work, along with a pretty darn good cast, I think you should check out The Matrix Trilogy on Amazon Prime. I own it. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.